Welcome to another episode of the Creators Outlet, episode 157, brought to you by our friends over at the Inked Marketing Team. If you need a little extra help with your Kickstarter or Indiegogo, contact Kevin Gillette over at Inked Marketing at www.inked.marketing today. And they would also like to remind you that Heel Turn number one is live on Kickstarter with more updates already in the works this week. And you can get your copy today at inked.pub heel turn. Heel turn with the world of professional wrestling meets Dexter. And now we'd like to welcome Rodney Feige to the show. Hey, how we doing? How we doing? Good, how are you? Good. Good, good, good. Thanks for having me. It's good to be here. Oh, thank you. So uh why don't you give us some background on you? Uh, you know, how you got into the the wonderful world of of comics and illustration and all that good stuff okay let's see let's hop in a way back machine and go all the way back to 1989. Uh, <laughs> I, I was younger i had here and uh i was about 100 pounds lighter good yeah i was uh i was 100 pounds lighter myself um 150 pounds lighter um but we did a uh black and white superhero book called the superior seven me and my friends from high school mm -hmm. and we did five issues of that that saw print and we did about four additional issues that never saw the light of day uh so i took that experience and we rolled it into coloring comics for people various small press studios and we did that for about six or seven years and then everybody did the grown-up adult thing and got married and moved away and had families and all that. And I didn't do that. Um, I went and got the dreaded day job <laughs> and uh, worked that till I blew my back out and uh, couldn't work and started drawing again. And uh, met my my wife, fiance, and uh, we just started talking about you know what I used to do and this and that and the other. And that's how Hasm, Hasm Productions was born. We found that Hasm Productions and I uh, started drawing peanut pudding and jelly, uh, which we did six issues of. Um, and then we went on to uh, do Roadkill Rampage, which we ran a Kickstarter for last year and funded that. That was great. Uh, we're working on issue two of that. And it brings us around to current day where we're on the Kickstarter for Pitter Patter. <laughs> Pitter Patter. Yes. And it, it's, it's two issues in this Kickstarter. Yeah, it's the first two issues. Um, so, yeah, you get issue one and issue two. So that's going to be awesome. And you guys already hit goals, so now we're, we're on the road to stretch goals. Yes. Yes. Love it. Love it. Love it. I know all about stretch goals because I I got a I got a book in today from uh, Monty Moore with a whole bunch of neat stuff that I played with for about an hour and then carefully packed away. <laughs> yeah, Monty's crazy talented. Oh. So yeah, we're uh, we're we funded and we're just working on the stretch goals, uh, backer goals, and all that fun stuff. And um, let's see it. Uh, off the top of my head there. Do you want to play the video? Yeah. Okay, you, let's go you, ahead and do that. You made a video. Let's watch it. Yeah. <laughs>
Hi, I'm Buddy. And I'm Dude. And I'm Rodney. <coughs> Excuse me. And I'm Rodney, the creator, artist, and writer. And welcome to the world of Pitter Patter. Scribbling the adventures of these two sometimes lovable cats, I'm very excited to not only be offering issue one, but issue two as well. That's right. The first two issues of Pitter Patter are available through our Kickstarter for your enjoyment. The books center around our two harebrained cats, Buddy and Dude, cats from different sides of the tracks, and how they traverse the choppy waters that are their lives around the house, yard, and other dark and dangerous places beyond the door. But wait, that's not all. If you act now, you can get your grubby little paws and all of the shiny pretty things we have to offer. The goods are plenty. Pins, variant covers, stickers, trading cards, and more. Simply scroll down below and check out all the rewards, add-ons, and stretch goals. If you have a cat, love a cat, know a cat, or even hate cats, these books are going to be right up your alley. So come on, follow along, and enjoy the ride. And thank you all for checking out the world of Pitter Patter and for supporting our Kickstarter. For Buddy and Dude, this is Rodney Fike saying so long, everybody. Okay, the funniest part, of course, was when you had to change your voice back to normal. <laughs> I'm like, that, that cracked me up, so that was good. You know, it, it, it's so funny because I I do that all the time. Um, my wife, Tina, is constantly asking me, are, are they talking to you again? Are they talk Are you talking to me? Oh, oh, they're talking to you, aren't they? And she leaves me alone because I, I am constantly walking around working out dialogue between characters, whether it's pitter-patter or other stuff that I've got in my head. So I'm always using different voices. And I've done that since I was a kid. You know, if, if I sit and I watch Looney Tunes, I try to replicate Foghorn Leghorn's voice. Mm. Or even today, you know, or, you know, if I see a Pringles commercial, I try to mock the, replicate the guy's voice, the announcer. And I just, I, I've always done that, so... <laughs> I'm a voice guy. It's not a bad thing. No, no, no. It could be worse things. So where did the idea from Pitter Patter come from besides the voices in your head? Well, the studio, the Haslam Studios are in the basement. So um, when Tina and I first met, I, I was allergic to cats. And she had a lot of cats. Um, so when we moved the basement, when we moved the studio downstairs, my rule was no cats are allowed downstairs. So I was down all day long and I listened, got to listen to the cats rumble back and forth over my head all day long and wrestle and fight and do the zoomies and all that. So it just got to be comical and it, you know, the pitter patter of their feet. And that's kind of where, <laughs> where the book was born. So and then the character started talking to me and I started flushing it out and I took notebook paper or, or, you know, copy paper. And I was trying to get the two characters out of my head and I probably drew two or 300 cat heads till they showed up. And they, when they finally showed up, I was like, okay, here we go. Here we go. And I got them and I drew them and they continued to evolve um, until we got what we liked. And, uh, then we jumped in and started doing it. Very good. Yeah. Uh, 
I can, I can, I can sympathize with you because uh, I, I outgrew uh, the majority of my allergies. But uh, yeah, I, w- I was allergic to uh, to all kind, every single pet you could imagine uh, when I was a kid. Yeah, and I hated that. Uh, I've always been a dog person. Uh huh. And my mother would feel bad when I was little, and she'd get a dog, and my allergic reaction was a bloody nose that would take about, you know, an hour or so to stop. So uh, we'd have to get rid of the dog. And this was a rinse and repeat thing up until, yeah. I, was a, up until I was a teenager. And then we, we got to keep the dog till we had to move, till we moved into a, a smaller place. And uh, then we had to, you know, give the, give the dog to family members, which, you know, we're, we're happy to get the dog. So, Oh yeah. You know, yeah, I've thankfully I've kind of outgrown it as well. And the cats are now allowed in the basement. <laughs> well, you're in the basement. They could be a mouse somewhere. You never know. <laughs> uh, so right now I was just I was just checking because we got we got stickers. So yes. everybody likes stickers. Oh so, yeah. Uh eleven hundred dollars, even thirty-two backers with twenty-three days to go. And the first fifty backers at a $10 or higher level uh, are going to get these cool cat head holographic stickers. Yeah, the holographic uh, Buddy and Dude stickers, and those are so cool. Um, the holographic stickers as a whole are just really neat. Yeah. They really pop off of whatever you stick them on to. And, I mean, come on, it's the two two cutest cats you ever did see, so... Who's not going to want a couple sets of those to pass out to their kids? <laughs> My daughter's thirteen, but I'm I, I still can't like trust the child with stickers because you know I don't want to you know I don't want to at some point have to pay my pay uh, you know the the property company to actually <laughs> you know scrape them off the wall and repaint the entire place. Yeah, yeah, that's you not know. good. <laughs> you know. But she got a she got a like a roll top computer desk for uh, for Christmas last year, so I'm sure uh, they would they would decorate there. And I'm no better. Uh, the entire left side of my of my workstation tower is covered in stickers from oh, yeah. from indie comic campaigns. So, oh yeah, you know. Oh, and and, and one Hulk, one cool old school Hulk sticker that I got from my comic shop. There you uh, go. I've got a sketchboard that I used to take to conventions that the back of it's just covered with indie stickers. Yeah. Everybody's like, put them on the back of your laptop. I go, okay, buy me a laptop and I will. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I've got an old laptop that's covered in indie stickers as well. But it, it doesn't, you know, the, the space doesn't last very long. No, it gets and, filled up real quick. You know, and I'm like, I go, maybe I'll just buy like another bind, another three ring binder, and uh, get various size, you know, card sleeves, and and just you know put them in there so, yep, I can I can keep them and and look at them and, you know, put them in a put them in a drawer afterwards and you're like, yeah, I still got these and then I can look back and be like. Yep, this is from this campaign from 
these people and and that guy and this guy and that girl and yeah oh yeah it's it's a we collect the stickers as well as comics i collect anything matter of fact i think i do <laughs> well there's plenty of stuff to get for collecting oh yeah that's the problem it's so, you know there we have yeah i want both covers there's 20 there's 27 what <laughs> well you'll you'll there's one variant cover there that you i'm sure you'll appreciate being a, a batman fan yeah i i spotted that in the, in the video i go oh darn <laughs> <laughs> that's the uh, first page from issue two uh, dudes uh checking out the beautiful butterfly outside all the wonders of the outside world which leads into the tale from issue two <laughs> the escape plan yeah and uh buddy and dude there standing in front of the refrigerator colonel their... sanders have you seen me <laughs> <laughs> oh man i i love easter eggs in comics <laughs> Well, when you when you you you'll you'll come to realize that's not Colonel Sanders. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm sure it's another character, but you know, at first glance, it's like, hmm. Yeah, especially in red and white, it looks like uh, you're not the first person to say that was Colonel Sanders. <laughs> Wait, is that you? Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at it like on an angle now, tilting my head. You know. Much like a confused cat, and, and like, <laughs> wait. Yep, that is me. It's Rodney. <laughs> and that's uh, that's the beautiful kitchen. <laughs> and they they go back and forth about all the all the uh, trials and tribulations, and and all the goofy little reactions that dude has listening to the story. <laughs> There's me turning the switching the camera angles. And then somebody gets into the bottle of shampoo. This isn't something you see every day. <laughs> it is in the pages of Pitter Patter. Come on. <laughs> although although uh, my 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 daughter's cat has been spotted more than once. Uh, with the water dripping in the kitchen sink, just, you know, just laying underneath it, letting it. She's the cat was pretty much putting herself through, you know, water waterboarding, you know, just by sitting. She would sit underneath the. She would somehow get the get the water on a little bit, and because it's one of the lift, yeah, uh, ones, and then would jump down in the empty sink. And just let it drip on her head. And if it ran down enough, she would stick her tongue out and, and get an occasional drink. Yeah, that's um, my my cat, Sherman. Um, he, he does that. And that's kind of what inspired that scene there is because, you know, I never I've never had pets um, growing up until, you know, uh, with the cats here. So and Sherman's not like a normal cat. He's very vocal and he's very affectionate 
And every time I go into the restroom, he hops up in the sink. So I turn it on a little bit for him. You know, cats aren't supposed to like water, but I turn it a really little tiny stream and he sticks his tongue out there and he gets a drink. But then I caught him doing what you said. He'll put his head up under the faucet and he'll move his head back and forth. So it massages from ear to ear. And I stand there and I watch this and I'm thinking, and I'm just mesmerized by it because, you know, I've never had a pet and I've never, I, all I've ever heard is how much cats hate water. So I just thought it was so adorable. And I was like, oh, I got to put this in the book. So that's kind of where that scene came from. <laughs> yeah. It's, Doris, it's just, Doris says, know, it's hi, hi, Doris. It's just, hi, Doris. <laughs> Sorry. Doris Go was ahead. late to the last stream. She was like, he goes, I'm, I'm late. I'm like, no, nobody's late around here. You get, you get here exactly when you get here. It's all good. You know, that's what the that's what the instant replays are for. There you go. So, uh, man. so that's I mean that's really that's where that 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 scene that's where it was inspired by, and it kind of just the story just kind of wrote itself. Very cool. I like stuff like this because it, you know, it, it brings me back to, you know, days of, you know, Garfield and Tom and Jerry and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and I, you know, I, I we're the same age. I'm a year older than you. So, uh, you know, I'm sure we have a lot of the same influences. I grew up on Looney Tunes, mm -hmm. uh, love Tom, MGM, Tom and Jerry's, yep. um, all of that stuff. And the, 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 the humor, I, re I remember very vividly, watching, you know, Foghorn Lakehorn and my stepdad standing behind us and just hackling like a hyena at Foghorn Lakehorns. And, you know, the, the humor was adult humor, but we didn't understand that because we were just laughing because it was funny and they were cartoon characters and it was funny on a kid level, but it was also funny on an adult level. So that's what I've tried to do with Pitter Patter. And, yeah. and, and, and many, many years, many years, years later... later Yes, we, we figured it out, and then then I then I realized that everything I know about opera was crushed together by like two or three Bugs Bunny shirts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's oh my god, the Looney Tunes were such a huge influence on me. Um, I think that's kind of that's kind of where it, that and, and and comics, you know, it's just it's kind of ruined me. <laughs> <laughs> comic books were the the end all be all for me it was you know my first my first escape because it was just you know it was just me and my mom and i was a redhead so i was you know i was the only ginger in the neighborhood yeah so of course my my mother felt it only right that when she would buy me gi joes that she would go out of her way to find the redheaded gi joes <laughs> Oh, mom. <laughs> because Ginger didn't get his butt kicked enough around the neighborhood. Uh, hey, let's try this. Oh. Yeah, and I'm sure when all the fellows saw the orange-headed G.I. Joe, they lit you up twice as bad. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, and I had such a nerd response to being called Carrot Top. I'm like, Carrot Tops are green. Ugh. I'm like, I was Pee Wee Herman before Pee Wee Herman. I'm like, <laughs> you know, and, and realizing that just, just makes 
oh, my life was so sad. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, follow, followed by, you know, because at the time in the morning you would see on, uh, you know, UHF channels around around the Boston area it was uh, 56 uh, early, early, early in the morning, like five or six o'clock in the morning. Uh, Howdy Doody would be on. So I'd get the Howdy Doody jokes. Uh, <laughs> Followed by the Woody Woodpecker jokes. Oh man, they just which, kept coming. Which would just lead me to laughing. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and then in we moved, and then in middle school, uh, through somebody's genius pick on the new kid policy, uh, and the commercials for brawny paper towels had just started. Oh man. And my mother would always buy me like three plaid shirts every year for school from from Sears and Robux or you know. Oh yeah, I remember. Oh, wherever, and <laughs> you know, one day I show up, and uh, there was a somebody came over and like pushed me from the back. So I was actually had paper towels in my hand, cleaning up like spilt milk on the table at lunch. Look, it's brawny. I'm like, oh. <laughs> uh, you know, and here we are today <laughs> where I crack jokes and make fun of everybody else. <laughs> Must be a defense mechanism. That's right. You'll uh, come full circle. Ah. <laughs> uh, it, it, it's like the Mr. Miyagi in my head was just, you know. Here you go. You're 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 ready to go. You're loaded up with, uh, we'll we'll call it uh, regressive humor, and uh, we're gonna turn you loose on the world and and see what happens. There's gonna be a new thing called the internet that's gonna be coming around. You'll be wonderful. Okay. <laughs> we're gonna shake you like a puppy and let you go. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Like, go get it. Get her done. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And 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 now I have sound effects because uh, Rodney's on the show, so it's even. There you go. I, I I I've often thought I could be a voiceover guy. <laughs> I actually did get picked up to uh, do some voiceover work later on this year for uh, uh, an audio book. Oh, that's great. Um, as far as I know. Uh, you know, back back to the back to the redheaded, uh, spiky hair days. Uh, uh, I I believe I've been cast as Hades himself. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, which, which reminds me of all the times back in the seventies. Every time I would do something really horrendous, and my mother would scream at me, "Why would you do that?" Devil made me do it. Devil made me do it. <laughs> you know, so. You know all kinds of stuff like that so well speaking of voiceovers uh if you scroll a little further down in the kickstarter there is an actual audio recording of me in in the car um, i have a part-time job where i pick up and deliver fleet cars for a company mm -hmm. and a lot of times i get ideas and this just happened to be one day when i grabbed the phone and the the backup story that's going to be an issue one 
this is actually me writing it and it's i do it in all the characters voices and it's like a minute and 36 seconds long but it's me writing them in the characters voices here we go well you know he thought you was talking about well you know about well you know he thought you was talking about candy 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 I don't know what kind of candy you can get to make it feel like nubbins. Well, maybe lemon heads. Or sweet ones. Oh, suckers. Huh? What's that? What are you saying? Oh, get, get, give us a minute. He's talking here. Yeah? Really? Uh-huh. You don't say. Okay. I'll let him know. Well, Otis. Today is your lucky day. Seeing as we spent all this time conversating here, standing here on a corner, and the end result isn't showing any profits being made, Squeaks has decided that he's going to let you slide because you made him laugh. You made him laugh? Yeah, you made him laugh. I, well, I don't see him laughing. He doesn't appear to be laughing. Well... Just look at him. Look at that face. He's laughing. But he's laughing on the inside. Oh, I get it. It's the magic of nubbins rubbing off on the inside. Yeah, like that. Well, you're a very interesting cat, aren't you? <laughs> You know, what's funny is I've had that on my phone for maybe a year and a half. And Tina, my wife, just discovered that it was on the phone. We were up in Columbus at a friend, some friends' house. And I was like, oh, check this out. And I played it. She's like, I didn't realize you had that. I was like, yeah, I've, this, that's how I wrote the backup story. She's like, oh, my God, I'm give me that. I got to use that. So <laughs> she put it on the Kickstarter. <laughs> But that's, I mean, that's literally me. That's the characters talking to me. That's how I wrote that story. And pretty much that's a good chunk of what the story is. Is you driving around delivering fleet cars and, and, and chatting amongst your voices. Yeah, having a Kit Kat chat. <laughs> hey, you know. Ooh, I love Kit Kats. <laughs> They'd make a good sponsor. Oh, wouldn't it, though? <laughs> that would be that that would be the ultimate sponsor. Yes, it would. You know. Bitter so Patter brought to you by Kit Kat. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's gonna be a Halloween special too, so they have a tie-in for, for marketing. There you go. That that wouldn't I wouldn't be opposed to that. The the Pitter Patter Kit Kats. That's right. Halloween edition. The Halloween edition. Because, you know, Halloween's fun. Well, oh, yeah. okay, Halloween was fun before my daughter became 13 and is, <laughs> is, is too old and mostly too mature to, uh, you know, go out and, as she calls it now, beg for candy. Oh, that's sad. That's and, sad. You need to show her the error of her ways, Dad. <laughs> and, and and she looks at me and goes, goes but more importantly, uh I'm not about to get dressed up to go door to door uh, 
asking them if they have any Reese's peanut butter cups from my dad, like he used to make me do when I was little. I'm like, Darn. He goes, he goes, and no wonder why you have diabetes. You used to sneak into my candy bag and eat everything. Well, you know, I'm, that, I'm, like, that I'm, I'm like, well, child labor. <laughs> And but uh, she is into art, and she she is extremely good. I am not. I I have no art talent whatsoever. Uh, but uh, you know, I I can I can draw a fat stick man. That's about it. Um, <laughs> but it's a damn fine fat stick man. Yeah the 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 ends of the circles don't meet though. Uh, <laughs> that's okay. That's yeah. That's your style. You call yeah. that flair. Yeah, that's that's my flair. What's your flair? Sloppiness. It's my it's, flair. It's your interpretation. Yeah, that's right. And uh, so for her birthday, all she wanted was uh, this uh, this new art program. She's been she's been checking out for her iPad and her her iPhone. And uh, I go, when are you gonna start uh, trying out doing some? some sketch covers. I have all these blank sketchbooks over here. She's like, no, nah, I just like the digital art. I go, come on. She's like, dad, you are not monetizing me and my art. So you can sell sketch covers with my art on it. Well, tell her that you'll, you'll uh, buy her the program. If she draws the stories that you write. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was a conversation we had when she was uh, like six and a half. She wanted she wanted to do a comic book and I'm like, good. I go, I'll write it and and you can draw it. He goes, no, I'm gonna write it. You draw it. I go, uh, okay, you write it, and then we will buy Uncle Randy a couple of uh, loaded up Dunkin' Donuts cards for coffee and 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 we'll get him to draw it. <laughs> uh, Dad can't draw. <laughs> so, and now to the rewards. Yes, we All go. All right. Uh, Scruffy Cat PDFs only issues one and two, six dollars. Yes. Uh, three bucks a piece. That's a bargain. Oh yeah, that's that's a good price in any market. Yeah, that that's half price of the going rate of a, a mainstream comic book on a shelf now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then there's Stray Cat and Early Early Cat. Stray Cat is issue one, and Early Cat is issue one and two. Yeah, that the Early Cat expired on Sunday night, so that was oh early, that that was uh that was yeah you can get the first two issues for twelve bucks, and now you can get the first two issues for fifteen. And still, then still a bargain. Uh, yeah, you know if you just want to try it out, you can just buy issue one for ten. But why wouldn't you just toss in the other five? Yeah, and the, you know the, uh, the the cool thing is that you're getting more than just the comics. Yeah, you know, you're getting a whole bag of goodies. So for fifth for that fifteen dollars, you're getting you know you're, get, you're getting you're, rewarded for backing the Kickstarter with with all all kinds of little fun stuff. Yeah, you're you're getting the books and you're getting like a big bag of catnip. Exactly, and who doesn't love catnip? And there's my uh, my retro cover cover uh, variant cover by me, the my ode to Batman and Robin number nine from 1942. Yeah, 
you're, you're like, oh, this guy's a Batman dude. I got him. Uh. <laughs> well, I didn't know you were a Batman dude until we're backstage. So, but when you said that, I was like, oh, he's gonna like my cover then, <laughs> my variant cover. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, that's cool. Thank you. Yeah, I, it was it was a lot of fun to do. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's it's one of my favorite renditions of of the guys. And then we have uh, Sean Forney's variant cover there, where he has lent his chops to portraying our our friend and yours, Kitty, uh, and the cats. Uh, she will be making an appearance in issue three. She is the uh, girlfriend of the big doughy one, who is the human that uh, they belong to. <laughs> so there's the that'll be the that's the first appearance of her there. Sean's variant cover, and then this is the other variant cover is by Nate Lovett, and that is his take on uh, the happenings from issue two. So those are the three variants. And then we have the store cat for any retailers stores out there. Yeah, retailers that want to give it a shot. Um, you're getting it at just about half off, five issues a piece of issues one and two. And then you can get the commission from me on a six by nine would be color commission, single character for $75. That's, that is a steal. And um, a half. And a half, yes. And then you can get the spoiled cat, which is the whole kit and caboodle. Uh, no trading, the, pun intended. Pun intended. Yes. <laughs> trading cards, the stickers, the enamel pin, and all five of the covers. It's cool because I I saw I saw Sean's cover and I'm like, ooh, they they've got a pseudo Mary Jane in in the book. <laughs> Yeah, it, 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 she just kind of, the funny thing is, is the more this world keeps expanding. Um, mm -hmm. And it was, it's, you know, it's a book about two cats, but the more I write it, the more characters come to me. And we've kind of, that we've kind of decided that the backup stories are going to concentrate on other characters in the, in their world and not specifically them. So um, Nate is actually doing the backup story in issue three that I'm that I'm writing, and uh, Sean's doing the backup story that will appear in issue one. If we reach the fifteen hundred dollar goal, we will insert that six page story in the back of issue one. Hey, Pops is in the house. What's up, Pops? What's going on, Pops? I just got off the phone with him just before we went live. Oh, uh, okay. I'm like, I gotta go. I gotta go chat with Rodney. <laughs> yeah, Pops is. Uh, me and Pops go back. Whew, right, right before, right at the beginning of the pandemic, we kind of hooked up, and Pops is a good dude. Big supporter of Roadkill Rampage. Big supporter of Pitter Patter. Good guy. Oh yeah, he'd definitely be into these for the grandkids too. So, oh yeah. So the add-on menu, we've got uh, buddy and dude uh, cards, enamel pins, uh, sticker sets, 
and then of course you can you can add in uh if you want to go a la carte shopping and uh pick and choose you know which covers you want yep and then we also have them available as mini prints as well oh cool decisions decisions <laughs> so much to choose from oh yeah there we go the stretch goals there now you're doing backer goals and fund goals yes so, so at 50 backers everybody gets a copy of the scarlet hunters pdf which is sean and stephanie forney's creator own title cool. um, at uh, 100 backers we get the additional trading card of buddy and dude and then at 150, we get the Cats Doing Yoga sticker, which is a really bright, colorful, vibrant rendition of the, of the cats being silly. Mm -hmm. And then we have the, uh, the, the cash goals there, uh, the $1,500 goal. We reach that level, and then we will insert the six-issue backup story in issue one that Sean Forney is drawing. Um. And $2,000, we do the window cling of Chippy the Squirrel. Chippy, that Chippy. That is not will, final art. <laughs> no, that is not final art. Um, Chippy is uh, makes his debut in issue two. That's all I'll say about that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, lo I'm looking at the, the not final art, and I'm like, uh, does he make his debut and exit in the same issue? <laughs> well, the best way to find that out is to get you a copy of issue two. That's right. You got to buy the books. <laughs> we tell you just so much for the rest. You got to buy and read the book. That's called a tease, folks. <laughs> neener, neener, neener. <laughs> and then $2,500, we get the awesome Buddy and Dude magnet. And I'm a big fan of magnets, and I need this magnet. So come on, folks. Let's make it happen. Yeah. I, I, lo I love that. I got a magnet from from monty today went right on the fridge yeah yeah uh, and I, I need and this magnet so i can put it on our fridge and uh you know i got another bookmark so i i used monty's bookmark to keep my place in a in uh russ leach's uh graphic novel that i'm reading so there you go i go i i i used to complain because everybody did did bookmarks and now I'm realizing because I'm reading so many different books, like uh, real books and, yeah. you know, comics uh, that I'm like, I go, I've got like nine bookmarks and uh, I don't have enough for what I'm reading. Right. You're uh, using all nine of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, it, it could just it, it could just be my my scatterbrained uh, pitter patter mind uh, being like, I don't want to read that. And, you know, I've got a, I've got a really uh, well put together uh, book on Alan Moore that he didn't write, but somebody else wrote it while they were interviewing him going through his life. And it's a celebration of his, you know, 50th birthday. Okay. And uh, like 150 different creators all chimed in, you know, saying you know various nice or things uh <laughs> about alan i was always a big alan moore fan yeah uh i liked all i liked all like his his small press stuff 
if it came out, uh, I would buy it. He's like, I don't really, you know, my, my shop would be like, yeah, there's some Alan Moore stuff coming out. Uh, I don't really, I, I will take one of each, <laughs> each issue, not each cover. Right. There's, there's only one cover. It's Alan. I go, Oh, cool. That's perfect. I'll take it. <laughs> perfect. I'll take it. You know, And the crew, of course, you are the crew. Well, I, I am the primary crew, but you're the primary are, crew. Uh, there is a team. Oh, Dave Lentz. Yes. I know him. Yes. Letterer and graphic designer extraordinaire. Oh, yeah. He's uh, the man. Course, and of course, Sean, the, the aforementioned Sean Forney. Yep. Been around for a long time, done a lot of stuff for a lot of people. Yeah, let's see. What what do I have that he's in this long, long, long paragraph about him that I let's see uh, I I've got a couple of hardly hardly things that were exclusives from stores that they sent us uh, Vampirella and Red Sonia yes uh, Franklin and Ghost I read. And I think I did a review on it for OG. Uh, TMNT, yes. Uh, what else? I'm looking. Devil's Do, yeah. And of course, commercial artwork for Upper Deck, uh, Tire Discounters, Red Roof Inn. Hey, I've stayed there. <laughs> Thanks, Sean. <laughs> You stayed at a Red Roof Inn once? <laughs> yeah, a long, a long, long time ago. Yeah. And then we have Nate Lovett. The lovely and talented Nate Lovett. Raised on a healthy diet of cartoons, comics, and video games. It sounds like all of us right now. Yep. You know, he's, he's done work. Ooh, concept art from Marvel, Image, Action Lab, Nickelodeon, Random House, Viz, and Hasbro. And on projects with Marvel Comics Presents, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, Poor Patrol, Corn and Peg, Rusty Ribbits, G.I. Joe, Bravest Warriors, and the list goes on and on. Very cool. And Casey Pierce. Yes. She is... An amazing red pen media yeah she's she's an amazing editor um we kind of hooked up with her about a year or so ago and she's really taught me a lot about uh the writing process and editing myself and and chopping stuff down and eliminating stuff that i don't need and and uh i i can't i can't say enough good about her i think she's an amazing editor um and just an overall great person. So, tops in our book. Very nice. Yeah, could you know, if you don't have an editor, uh, don't don't write a book. Uh, <laughs> Get one. <laughs> that's you know, out of all the things you need to make a book, editor should be at the top of the list. Yeah. Yep. And of course, has in productions. Oh dear, that's a lot of cats. Yes, well that that's okay. On the left, uh, that's Sherman at the top, and then we have Beanie, 
the gray one, and then Alice is the other white cat. And then over on the right are a bunch of baby pictures of Sherman. And then a couple other randomly placed cats. But he was a he was a rescue. Uh, we 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 do rescues, and we do phosphorus cats. Um, so he was he was a rescue, um, and uh, he he came to the house and could fit in the palm of your hand. And he had a respiratory infection, and he had eye he had uh, eye issues, and he was just a mess. He looked like he'd been road hard and put away wet, and he was just pitiful. And and uh, over the course of the next um, four to six weeks or so, he just started gravitating towards me, and uh, he is my right hand man. He uh, he's something else. He's he's he's, he's sitting up there on a the step right now, looking at me because he knows I'm talking about him. But uh, he's just—he's really kind of blossomed my love for cats. <laughs> so, and he is the biggest influence on Pitter Patter. So he, everything silly that he does, we jot it down. And I call him everything except Sherman. And I—I—I've I, got a list. Every time I call him something different, I write it down. And eventually, I'm going to publish that page in a future issue of Pitter Patter. And, these are all the possible names you could call your cat. Just something goofy, you know, that will give people a kick, you know. But the top 100 cat names you never <laughs> yeah. thought of using. <laughs> when you are overcome with joy and glee at the cuteness of your cat, this is what you can scream out instead of their actual name. <laughs> uh, like the shipping is one of the most difficult prices to predict. Boy, is it ever, it all depends on how much of everything you're getting. Yes. And most people realize that. You know, right, right off, right off the top. And, uh, it, to, to me, it's, it's just crazy. Cause I will, you know, I will look at a shelf in uh, in a comic shop and you know be so insulted that you know marvel and dc you know want like eight or nine dollars for a single issue and then won't even blink when i turn around and spend like you know 25 to 175 dollars on on an independent book off of kickstarter or indiegogo yeah and i'm like but yeah but i'll forget i ordered that and it'll come in. It'll be like Christmas. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And it's it's. It, I mean, it really is because <laughs> every day when I go to the mailbox, you know, it's it's a surprise. You know, and ooh, there's a there's a Gemini mailer. What is it today? So you flip it over to see where it came from. You're like, oh, it's so and so from so and so. Yay! I had a I had a couple things come in, uh, you know, that are on the way in. So I didn't know what was showing up today. And I see it, and it's it's got some weird thing on it. And it was because Monty had uh, Brian Polito's company do the do the uh, fulfillment for him. Okay. So he shipped everything out because he's in he's right there. So everything got shipped out from uh, Brian's fulfillment company. 
nice. you know, it, it obviously didn't say Lady Death on it. It's got, you know, they've got a another title for their, you know, straight fulfillment company came packaged beautifully. And I, I should have known like right away, as soon as I took it out and took the bubble wrap off, it was packed exactly like any issue of Lady Death I got, where it was, it was tightly packed in there, uh, you know, nice and pretty looking. And then everything else was carefully placed in a, in a secondary bag that they put the book in. I'm like, and taped up and yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's good stuff. Stars is saying, create a line of cat character stuffed animals with the names like those collectibles. There you go. All future things for future Kickstarters. Yeah. yeah. I'd love to have plushies of the of the two cats. That'd be awesome. Oh yeah. That'd be that'd be bizarre. Mike Jimmy from the Netherlands, he's got uh his series is uh Life on Cora and he's he's done he did plushies for uh this last one. Uh he he did like one big one that he sold and he was gonna make uh smaller ones available because uh -huh. he really after trying to make them himself, he realized, oh man, these things are too difficult. I gotta get somebody <laughs> to make these. I and need he, help. <laughs> You know, and then he priced them out, and there was one character they did of his, and but you know, it was like an 18 inch, you know, original thing, and he was only going to get five done. Uh, and I don't know how many sold by the end of his campaign, but I know one sold like early on. Uh, but it, it was like 150 dollars because somebody had to somebody had to make this thing, and it had to look like a specific thing that these oh, yeah. people had never seen before in their life. And like, what is this concept? I don't get it. And, you know, but they made it and somebody's going to get it. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a thing now, you know, people are like, we want plushies. Yes. And I'm no. like, yeah, those, those are uh, very cool. Or, or you could just adopt a cat and, and name it after Pitter or Patter. I, there's an idea you know there it, it is kitten season so it is time to go get you a brand new beanie baby of your own yeah it's like <laughs> i can't i can't have a cat myself uh because of uh medical conditions and the fact that i'm on, on blood thinners and one wrong scratch from a cat and uh, I could kind of bleed out on the floor, and I figured that's bad because uh, wouldn't be good. You know, not the fact that I will I could possibly die from it, but more so the fact that I don't want to get blood on any of my comics. Uh, <laughs> no, we can't have that. <laughs> priorities, my man. Priorities. Hey, I, exactly. Exactly. You've got your priorities in order. You know, so it's it's good stuff, though. Uh, you know, I, I'd really love to have a dog again, uh, you know, kind of like a, a support animal for me and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but you know, uh, I learned to use the toilet cause I didn't want to have to pick my poop up off the lawn. 
And I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm darn sure not going to pick up somebody else's. Uh, one, I'm in a wheelchair, and my excuse would be I can't bend down that low. And, and two, uh, why can't I just take a hockey stick and you know fling it into the woods or something? There you go. It's it's fertilizer. Come on, don't you know anything? It's fertilizer. Yeah. Just leave it there. You know, in like eight to twelve months, it'll all be gone. Uh, <laughs> if nobody steps and slips in it, but yeah, see, just just mash it up and you know blend it in. It it it, it all works. Yeah. We have all these cool covers. So, so, so right away, of course, I am more than interested in the in the Batman homage cover. Yes. And uh, the uh, now I got I got to flip down because I forget my own name. Actually, you, know, you want to see the original artwork for that? Oh yes, 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 yes. Yes, please. Take to the table. Oh wow! Yeah, that's sweet. That is so nice. And there's some. There's some turnarounds of them. Some production sketches there. The script and the yeah, characters. I was like, I go, wow. There's this this looks like old like like old 1950s Harvey Tune stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's uh that's Jimmy Scams there, and that's uh, Squeaks and Otis. Uh, those are all in the um, uh, characters from the audio clip that we played earlier. That's the backup, and that's those are the pencils from the backup story uh, that I wrote. Sean Sean's doing the pencils, and I'm going to ink it and color it. And at $1,500, we're going to insert that into the back of issue one. Come on, people. $400 more and you get another six pages of story. You get another six-page story for just $400 more. So tell a buddy, bring a friend, share. If it's not your cup of tea, please share it out to your friends yeah. and family. And let them know about it. If it is your cup of tea, back the to the campaign and still share it out so everybody else can see it. Exactly. It doesn't cost anything to click the share button. And a bunch of little baby cats in Cincinnati, Ohio will thank you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, of course, I really like the retro cat cover and I like the house cat cover. Oh, this Sean's cover? Yeah, it, it might have something to do with uh, an attractive redhead on the cover. It could be. Could be. You know, I, I, I've been suffering the, uh, the effects of uh, Roger Rabbit's wife, Jessica, for uh, many, many years <laughs> since I first saw that movie. They're like, what do you think? I'm like, man, Charlie Brown was right. Damn <laughs> Damn little redheaded girl. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, man. So, yeah, yeah, the the uh, she was definitely a part of the inspiration for that character. So we needed we needed something for the guys to go cuckoo for cocoa puffs over, other than 
you know, uh, the uh, snacks that they get out of the fr- out of the refrigerator. So, yeah, it, it's like, man, that cover makes you be like, eh, it wouldn't be so bad being a cat. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's a he did a great job on it. And you can come, you can combo uh, one or all, or you can just you can get the uh, the whole shebang there. Yeah, you can get them all, and then if you really like the artwork, you can get the set of mini prints there. Mm-hmm. You can just get the mini prints if you just want the, the prints, or you can get all the covers. Your options are many. Yeah. Seventy-five dollars, you get everything. Yeah, I mean that's that's the thing is, for seventy-five bucks, you get two comics. With you know, each book has a backup story in it, and you're getting all the variant covers. You're getting all the goodies. You're getting the enamel pin, the stickers, the trading cards, the, all the stickers that are available. Uh, and, you know, I mean, you can't beat it. And plus, whatever gets unlocked before the end of the. Uh absolutely in yeah. the end so you know oh yeah yeah we get to get the uh, pdf of scarlet huntress yeah we're not not really too far off from the 50 backers plus the two hologram stickers you're still going to get right now if you get in before uh the uh the 50 backer cutoff of those uh hologram stickers and they're so great sure. stickers too, folks. I've got them over. I've got them over on my desk. They're awesome. And and that that's an extra special bonus, just to the first fifty backers over ten dollars. So. Yep. So I mean, this stuff is all cool. I mean, I get a lot. I like it all. Cool. Thank you. You know, I like trading cards. I like stickers. I like everything. And 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 there's a window cling of chippy. Who doesn't want a window cling of chippy? Come on. You like you need a pet. I had one. What happened? Chippy died. Uh, <laughs> chippy. They, they won't have a clue. <laughs> chippy didn't make it, fellas. <laughs> yeah. Sad. What what once you see issue two, um, you'll have to call me or email me and I could tell you the backstory on that. Because <laughs> you, you know, there's, there's going to be questions. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Why? <laughs> well, <clears throat> you see, I was delivering this fleet car and talking to myself, and this is this is what happened. Uh, here, here's here's. I'll send you the audio clip, and uh, then you can get back to me. It, you know, actually, the funny part about it is the genesis of that scene. With Chippy, I used to work at Avon, the Avon factory in Cincinnati, way, way, way back, back in the 90s. <laughs> Through the temp service, I worked on the assembly lines, uh, assembling perfume bottles. And there was a break area. And the break area had all these trees and stuff outside the windows. They had floor-to-ceiling windows in a break area, so you could see the trees and the grass and all that stuff. And there was this big hawk sitting in the tree. And everybody was like, oh, wow, look at that hawk. 
and everybody was just mesmerized by it. And it, uh, <laughs> it, it kind of reared up and hunched down like this. And everybody was like, what's it doing? What the hell is it doing? Did it see something on the ground? And all of a sudden, it just projectile out the back end. <laughs> uh, you know, relieved itself. And it shot like a stream of water out of a hose. <laughs> all the old ladies were sitting there eating their lunch. <laughs> it was so funny. Reminds you of that Captain Kirk William Shatner meme. <laughs> so that, that's kind of where that scene uh, derived from. And we just kind of <laughs> put our little own, or put our own twist to it. <laughs> Oh my! But you know, uh, Chip, that it, it's not—it won't be the last that you hear of Chippy. So that's all I'll say about that. <laughs> no, but uh, poor Chippy. Uh, Chippy was number one in my book, and then the Hulk made him number two. Uh, <laughs> Good old Chippy. And there's those stickers. So yeah, this is uh, this is a really cool, cool thing. Uh, everybody thinks of all ages books as is something you know, just for kids, but they're for everybody. Yeah, and, and we're not necessarily marketing this um, towards kids. Um, it's definitely kid-friendly, but there is a lot of adult humor in there. It, and it's it's Looney Tunes, pretty much. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's, you're going to get the comedy and stuff that the kids are going to love. you got the cute, cute characters that the kids are going to, and the adults love. I mean, I love cute stuff. I'm a big fan of cartoony artwork. Um so there's all that and then there's just the goofy stupid adult humor in there that's just you know it's it's looney tunes it's animaniacs it's abbott and costello it's you know sh straight man clown you know um and it, it's all of that wrapped into one you know with new characters and a new presentation with it all and it just it works on a bunch of different levels um i was actually uh, watching the episode of Bugs Bunny where he fights the gremlin in the airplane mm -hmm. a couple of weeks ago as I was writing another story, a future story for Pitter Patter. And, and I was just mesmerized at that gremlin only appears in two episodes, but he is so incredibly funny. And I, I, I probably watched that episode about 10 times in a five day period because the timing and the humor and the, 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 the body language and the action, the physical humor, it's just, it works on so many levels for, for children and adults. Mm. It's kind of become my blueprint for a story that I've got brewing in my head. Um, but I mean, if, if you're going to pull from reference, pull from gold and, you know, Oh yeah. The Looney Tunes, as far as I'm concerned, is about as gold as you can get. Yeah. Well, uh, when they did the uh, the Angry Birds movie, they they pulled from Looney Tunes yeah. because because they had all the all the joke stuff that the kids the kids and adults would get, 
and then there was the the very the very adult uh <laughs> little little jabs in there like you know every every few minutes and uh at which point my daughter would what are you laughing at dad yeah that was i don't get it yeah uh, you're not supposed to <laughs> Watch this movie again when you're my age, and yeah. uh, then then you'll get it. Yeah. He goes, Why when when I'm your age? I go because until then you're not old enough to watch it and and get these references. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, so uh, you know, so anybody that models it, you know, after that, you know, kind of almost almost like a hidden double entendre uh, comedy routine. Yeah. Um, you know, a, and, and pulls it off life. and pulls it off well, and it, you know, it's it's going to end up, you know, shining for many years to come. So yeah, it's it's a, it's a winning formula, and it it worked for them for for decades. So I'm I'm hoping it works for us for decades. <laughs> yeah, because you know what could be more fun than than drawing the hijinks of cats and the ever expanding world around the cats and oh, yeah. and 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 chippy ah oh, chippy chippy oh. we uh, know him we know him well yeah that, that's gonna be a running joke for probably like the rest of my life now <laughs> and it's, it's even funnier because i i actually have a cousin whose nickname is actually chip oh yeah well see you should tell him hey you know you 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 appear in Issue two of Pitter Patter, you need to check it out. We should we should make t-shirts with with the, the window cling artwork on it. it. Just says poor Chippy. Yeah, on the back, Chippy, we knew him well. We knew him well. <laughs> Alas, poor Yurik. Uh this is this is very cool. Uh Rodney, it's been great meeting you and uh learning all about Pitter patter and uh, getting getting pulled in by uh, <laughs> by this by this world's uh, Mary Jane and uh, Batman <laughs> Batman and Robin. Uh, so this is just like man, I need to sell more books again, and because <laughs> I'm I'm just I'm selling like my you know books that I have no interest in anymore, like series like. You were the Avengers guy. I was the Batman guy. So now I'm selling all my Avengers stuff, <laughs> you know, and, you know, cause I, I, I'm the guy that would walk in and, uh, so what are you going to get today off the shelf? Yes. <laughs> one of the, one of everything. Uh, if the B cover looks better than the A cover, uh, I'll, in some cases, I'll get both. In other cases, I'll just get this one. Uh, yeah, that 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 was me. And you know, and if if like a signed edition came in, I'd be like, "Ooh, I want that." You know, defensive forces overcharges for this. I don't care. <laughs> it costs fifty dollars to get into, plus Ticketmaster uh, kickbacks to get into a convention. Uh, I I will. More than happily, paid defensive forces twenty five dollars for a for a, for a signed COA of of a book that I uh, 
that I enjoy. Yeah, you can't go wrong there. And and then I will, you know, trigger people because I will go online and I will I will rip the seal off and sit there and read it in a video. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? That's no good. Now I go, well, not really, because now I can just, you know, now I could actually send that book into uh CBCS and get it get it graded and that I can, you know, and just I can toss out the COA because those things don't matter to grading companies. <laughs> and I don't care. I don't care if it's in a plastic coffin now because I actually read the book. Yeah. I would never put one in the other way. And most of the books, I, I, I've got a few uh, slabs, not many, because I'd rather go back and reread the books. Yeah. Uh, ones I have are like, uh, like a hard to get autograph, uh, like one of the uh, one of the cover artists from from Italy that we know isn't going to come over here anytime soon. And if he does, I can't afford to go to New York Comic Con. And uh, you know, so I've I've got a uh, I've got a, a a Virgin variant cover that he did of uh, Vampirella meets the uh, it's a Perillo. Uh, Vampirella meets the reanimated number one. Ooh. And it's it's just a gorgeous uh sign, signed and, and graded cover. Of course I've got a uh I've got a uh Detective one thousand that's signed and slabbed. I've got a uh Detective eight eighty that's signed and slabbed, and I've got a uh Detective one thousand that's uh signed and slabbed. Nice. Because those are just, you know, those are, you know, I don't even, I haven't, I haven't collected or read Superman in, uh, in years and years and years. But I'm like, I go, that's a milestone issue. A thousand issues. That's a milestone. Oh, yeah. You got to have that. So I'm like, I go, I didn't even read the issue 1000. <laughs> you know, I read Detective 1000. I, I, I was underwhelmed. Yeah. And I'm, I was just like, really? A 1,000 issue? And you're like, well, everybody's going to buy it. We can just throw whatever in there. And hey, they did. Congratulations. <laughs> if we make it bigger, we can charge more money for it. Yeah. Or or Mobble's motto, uh, let's put 14 pages of this new story in and we'll make, we'll make up some character as a first appearance. And then we will put useless reprints in the back and, and charge $12.99 cover price for it. So, yes. and then I'm like, no, thanks. I'm just going to buy If You know, if you're going to charge me that much, I will more than likely just take that money and either, either uh, put it with more money and, and back another uh, Kickstarter or Indiegogo. Or I will possibly uh, buy an older, you know, Bronze Age or Silver Age, uh, you know, ASM or something, or Hulk or something like that. Or you wait six months for the hype to die down on issue 1000, then you go to the overflow box and you get it for $4. Yeah. I waited, I waited for the hype to die down for uh, Spawn 300. And... Uh, and I was like, ooh, that J. Scott Campbell cover is pretty. Yeah, so yeah. I, I got two of them for like two bucks a piece. Like, yeah, you got to love that. I'm like, okay, congratulations. I'm glad you got your $20 worth. 
I did too. <laughs> so, Rodney, thank you very much. Uh, thank you. I appreciate you having me on, and I appreciate you spreading the word on Fitter Patter. Oh, any anytime. Uh, why don't you let everybody uh, know where they can find you so they can follow you and uh, and has them on on the social medias. Alrighty. Well, you can go to the Hasm website, uh, H-A-Z-Z-U-M.com, and that is our website there. All the books that we have printed or published up to now are available there. Uh, I am on Instagram, Rodney underscore Fike, and I am on Facebook, The Art of Rodney Fike on Facebook, and then just Rodney Fike, uh, my personal page. I am on uh, the Hasm YouTube channel. Uh, we do a Thursday night throwdown and a Friday night draw podcast every Thursday and Friday night. I and Sean, myself and Sean Forney, where we do a 30-minute sketch-off. We pick a character every week, and we both do it in 30 minutes. And the sketch is available for purchase. You can upgrade to inks and colors for an additional charge. So we do that Thursdays and Fridays, 8 o'clock Eastern. And then I stream uh, Monday through Monday through Friday at 11 o'clock at the Art of Rodney Fike and Rodney Fike at Twitch. And it's also streaming at the Hazard YouTube channel. And at that time, I'm usually just working on commissions or something of that nature. Uh, and I usually stream for about a half hour, 45 minutes at 11 a.m. Eastern time, Monday through Friday, unless I'm driving, which I do maybe once or twice a week, depending on when they need me. And those are all the spots where you can find me in everything that I do. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, thank you once again. And uh, everybody share this out everywhere you get social with your media and and back this project. It's got a lot of cool stuff. You can even get, if you get in on it quick, you can still get these two holographic uh, stickers. Yes. On, on top of everything else. That is right. Two yeah, comics, yeah. not just one, two comics, the first two issues, mm -hmm. a whole bag of goodies. And, uh, and you know, and, and, and don't forget about our friend. Yes, Chippy the Squirrel. Poor, poor Chippy. We loved him when. <laughs> Whenever we could. Uh, Let's have a moment and... of silence for Chippy. Thank you. <laughs> Well, this this has be a, been a blast. Uh, come back yes. anytime you you have Absolutely. any any anything new or updates or anything. Uh, All right, just, I appreciate you having us on. It was great. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> I I had a I had a blast. Uh, this is probably way more fun than we should be having uh, on any night of the week. So, <laughs> this as David Letterman used to say, "This much fun can't be legal." <laughs> Not at all. So we're gonna we're gonna wrap up here, and uh, this episode will be downloaded and uploaded to my podcast platform, and you'll be able to download this episode anywhere you get your podcast. Just search for Creators Outlet, and we'll wish you all a very chippy good night. Bye bye.